with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 290. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. So, Ichigo, what song in the pre-show messed with your head pretty badly? Uh, I really liked all of them. Um, I mean, like, of course, obviously, you have the 80s, like, obviously, toy advertising Voltron and, and, yeah. and Transformers and things like that. But I think, like, the ones that I liked the most were probably... Um, it was mostly the Klaus song. I don't know. I could just never get over that English opening because it was just so cringy. But then, of course, Sailor Moon, obviously, and um, Thanksgiving <laughs> is a special time. No, but, so I'm excited. No, but there was <laughs> one particular song where you were like, oh, God, this opening. Yeah, it was the Klaus song. Okay. It was that English rendition. It's just, it's ridiculous, and it's so cringy. Like, okay, yep, yep, Klaus cards, yep, unexpectedness, yep, check, check, uh, for, for odd Childlike anime. Which Good is, job, Clamp. Which is fetching a pretty pen. The soundtrack is fetching a pretty penny on Amazon. I'm talking the actual American oh, soundtrack. Uh, I mean, like, I guess I don't mind it as much for people who are really into nostalgia. But, like, as I'm going back and listening to things now, if I don't like the music, I'm just not going to deal with it. I'm not going to get the soundtrack. That's just how I am. I don't know. If I'm not going to enjoy it, I just don't get it. I totally get that. You know, I know you like oh these these intros, but I know a lot of us are like oh he's playing these intros. Why is that playing the original Japanese intro? But let me tell you something. I'll be it as it may. These some of these English translated songs is what got us into certain series, and you damn well know half of us ran home to catch an episode and not miss it. That's definitely true. Yep. Um, because there, I mean, of course, the Sailor Moon song. I will, I will always like the the original Sailor Moon song more than the new one by the Clover Z. Like, mm. I don't know why. I just can't get into the new one. But I do like the old '90s one. That is, it is very cringy in its own right. But I don't know. There, it's just I. I don't know if I ever even liked the Pokemon theme song. Like, I liked the Pokemon theme song in practice. But there are certain singers that I think I just don't enjoy the sound of as much as other singers. And I think a lot of that is just personal preference. Mm. Well, what about you, Mako-chan? What, is your, what, what did you think of tonight's uh, playlist? Um, I, I like it. <laughs> as long as it's catchy i mean you're talking about crap that i watched the hell out of yep. so i was basically just dancing and singing along why does that not surprise me yeah oh wow fun times man fun times hey from fun times to a bit more normal times we are live tonight week of November 22nd, 2016, here on the Vogue Network. So, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Anywho, we're live here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. 
chat clients such as Merc, XChat, ChatZilkyUse, IRC.GameSurge.net. Chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network, and you can log in there with some information about some of the shows on the VOG Network. And right now, check-ins are live, so if you are listening to the program, go ahead and check in and get some get your awesome VOG points. If you're not listening live, somewhere in this episode will be a passphrase. You listen to that, head over to VOGNetwork.com, put the passphrase in, and earn some points. And don't forget, every Friday or every week, we do post a synopsis on our forums. So swing by, say hi, tell us what you think. And let's see what's going on in the chat room. Um... Pretty much talking about some of the classic songs, uh, nostalgic songs, you know, during the pre-show. And if you missed the pre-show, well, I have no idea when I'll play that mix again. I just felt like being, I just felt very nostalgic because I'll get into my weekend day when it gets to that aspect of why how the playlist came to be. So, speaking of weekend day, let's go ahead and kick things off. Where'd you go? How was your week? How was your day? Um, it was good. Um, recently just been trying to plan out my trip to come see you guys. Uh, I will be Ooh. up in the New Jersey, New York area soon, and so I'm really excited. I've never been to New York before, except for traveling through it to get to RuffleCon. So, uh, New Jersey and New York are, I don't know, I know that some people say they're like the armpit of the area, but I really enjoyed them. I think the first memory I recollect of being in New Jersey was going to a manatee, like a manatee rehabilitation farm mm-hmm. in in Jersey. And manatees are some of my favorite aquatic animals. So New Jersey actually has a lot of positive memories for me. Um, but in general, we've just been planning out our trip, making sure to dot our I's and cross our T's and check out like all the geeky stores that are going to be open. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm really excited to see you guys soon. Yay. Yay. Marco, how was your week? How was your day? My week has been hell. Work sucks. <sighs> that bad? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a doctor's office that gives out prescriptions... And they're taking three days off for the holiday. So people are now going frantic, going, oh my god, I'm going to be out of meds. Or, oh my god, I didn't realize what week it was, so I need to change my appointment. So it's it's been nothing but phone call after phone call after phone call after Yikes. phone call after phone call. Yikes, the buck doesn't stop here, huh? Yeah, no. No, and I volunteered to go in for an hour on Friday. So, yay, extra money. Hey, one can always use extra money. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Come on, stupid cat. There you go. Damien? Nope. Storm. Storm wants, yeah, Storm wants my lap. She usually sits on my lap when I'm at the computer. Mm. But I had my 3DS on my lap because I've been playing Pokemon. Pokemans. It's, yeah, it, it's the only 
bright light in my uh, past week. Sounds about right. Yeah. So now I'm just uh, trying to level up some Pokemon so that I can evolve them and trade with some people who have Sun so I can get some of these Sun exclusives while I give them Moon exclusives. Yay. Sounds about right. Yep. Well, my weekend day has been interesting so far. Uh, first off, um, uh, I think I mentioned before I came across a computer that I needed to uh, tweak a little, so I did. And now the owner, who got quite giddy about it earlier when she discovered the name of the computer... And if you've been following my Facebook and my Twitter, it's named Kendaloro. And if you know the reference, bonus points for you. So that's all set, ready to go. Uh, I've been slowly been packing my stuff together for our for the, our friends giving uh, get together at Makochans, and I thought I had packed up everything that I needed. And then I said, "All right, let me put the cards against humanity cards in my luggage." Yeah, that took up a third of my entire luggage. I was like fuck, I'm going to need the bigger suitcase now. <laughs> so I got that. I picked up another card game, which was 20% off at Target, and I had my Target card, and I saved 5% on top of that, so I'm bringing that. Um, those Halloween buckets that I found, you're gonna, I'm bringing you those, and your cards from AAC. Yay! And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I got time to plan this out, and I'm realizing, like, wait, I'm leaving on Wednesday. I'm not gonna. Yeah, have, that's tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not gonna have time to go home. I kind of do have time to go home, but I'm like, I don't really have time to go home and do last minute stuff and then go. So tonight after the show, I gotta do the double edit of the podcast. That way, I can just remote into my machine, do whatever needs to be done, and post it and call it a day. I totally get it. I mean, that short that short deadline of trying to get stuff done before a trip is hitting me now. So mm-hmm. I'm right there with you, Ranma. Thanks. Yeah, and I'm dealing with it because I'm like, oh, wait, I'm going to have somebody in the house on Wednesday. I have to clean. And then I go, oh, it's just Ranma. No, I don't. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> hmm? Are you done? Never. Lord. And that's pretty much has been my weekend day, you know. So I think that's it. yeah, that's basically is it. Oh, wait. I was gonna talk about the nostalgia of the podcast, but anywho, so I was coming back from um Micro Center picking up stuff, you know, stuff to you know to build to get this computer build up and running, and I was listening to Coco. And if you don't know, Coco is a J-pop band, all girls J-pop band from the late like eighty nine to like ninety four, and they did a couple of the ending themes to Ranma One Half, thus the group Doka, which is based off of them. I had stumbled across their albums, and I think I have all of them, and I was listening to them yesterday, and I just felt very nostalgic on putting everything together. 
So I think that's basically the gist of it. So we're going to go ahead, kick things off. Then we get back, we got some pretty cool news, and we're going to just run the gauntlet. Okay. All right. Sound like a plan? Yep. All right. As good a plan as any. Awesome. We'll be back.
So while I'm sitting here, you know, letting the music play, and I'm just checking my Facebook, you know, just see if there's anything of interest. And then something a friend of mine posted that, and I'm like, this is something Ichigo would do without, without giving it a second thought. My friend makes a post that says, should I live stream myself cleaning my Lolita closet? Oh, are you talking about Finn? Yes. Yes. I, you know, she's had a hard time recently, but, um, I know I, yeah, I do live stream myself doing weird shit. Like yesterday I was, oh no, it wasn't yesterday. Oh God. I don't even know what day it was, but it was earlier this, like probably on, I don't know. It might've been on, it might've been Sunday night, but I went out to Joanne's and for some reason now they have ET fabric and ET was like the only movie that as a child, it gave me nightmares. Like Mm. I could handle, like, I know what you did last summer and all that other crap, but for some reason I could not stand ET. And now they have licensed fabric of him nightmare fuel for, for years. Gives them meaning to phone home, huh? Oh, but yeah, I do. I I do try to live stream a lot, but a lot of that is just because I want to keep in touch with people. And a lot of people, I don't know, like people like to know what you do mm-hmm. when you're a normal human being and they like to follow you around. So it's fun. And I do a lot of it I do for my friends. So it's all it's all in good fun. Hopefully. See, if I was to live stream, I would need like a floating camera, something like um that damn um a fairy from Legend of Zelda floating behind me. I would need something like that. Hey, listen. Yup. Listen. <laughs> ah, good times, good times. Okay, Mako. Hold on. What? Why? What? Huh? No, I'm going to go click the first link, and it goes directly to freaking Edge. I'm just like, why is my why is it opening links in Edge instead of Waterfox? I don't, I, 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 okay, it's not my default browser. All right. Go ahead and make it my default browser now. Come on, come on. Anywho. Uh, Done. No, I don't want to check it out. Make this my default browser. Switch anyway. Thank you. Sometimes if you do it just right, you can make Windows 10 your bitch. So, anywho, as I was saying, um, Mako Charles, since you're a big fan of Digimon, why don't you kick things off tonight? Okay, I was going to take the third one, but that's fine. Alright. Oh, excuse me. Okie dokie. So, the official portal website for Digimon launched a countdown website uh, for the franchise's 20th anniversary. The countdown will end at 10 a.m. on January 6th. Um, yeah. So, no exact knowing on what exactly will be you know, the reason for the countdown is just a countdown and it says coming soon. Maybe another 
television series or something like that or HD well, remaster? Well, what it is is that the virtual pet toys, mm. they came out in 1997. Right. So it is 20 years since those came out. So, so I'm hoping we get a bunch more of them. Well, given the graphics... Digimon Go! Mm, that would work, too. Don't give her any ideas. Well, no, because you wouldn't have to go and catch them all. You would actually be able to battle. And that's what Pokemon Go is missing at this point, is battling. Unless you're taking and over trading. a gym. Does this mean we're gonna be we're gonna be walking around doing Pokemon Go walks this weekend? I don't know if everybody wants to. Yay! Oh. New York and New Jersey Pokemans. I don't mind. Well, I mean, given why the graphic is, it could that could be it. That would be kind of cool, you know, for for the mobile phones. Yeah, I mean, cause with that you basically. You were given one digi monster, uh, digital monster, and then that digital monster, you know, you had to raise it and take care of it and all of that. So it was just like one of those stupid pet things. But at the same time, you got to battle with them. And battling is fun. True. I think I kind of missed out on that because I think when everybody was when by I was busy walking around with a Pokemon Pikachu, I think, and I had it. Oh, a, I, and I a had Tamagotchi. both. So I think I only had like one or two at a time. So I had a Tamagotchi. I had a Digimon. I had a Gigapet, and I had the Pikachu. you Ichigo what did you have um I I had a few Tamagotchis and I think I ended up not getting like a Pokemon one I really really wanted the Pikachu one though because <laughs> and the stupidest it's the stupidest reason because I was really into the gorillas at the time and that was um like the main front girls kind of like favorite pet was the the Pikachu digital pet so i i didn't end up getting one but i feel like if they come back again maybe bandai does a reproduction of it or something like that then maybe i'll get one now but most of the time i had the tamagotchi and i think maybe i had one of the pokemon ones you could get from kfc back when they had that promotion because i did remember getting a dratini plushie that i still have um from that set of merchandise when that came out so Mm. Yay, Dratini. Isn't Dratini a dragon-type po Pokemon? Yeah, okay. because it evolves into Dragonair. That's what I thought. Meanwhile, um, Charizard is not. <laughs> Talk about getting the short end of a stick. Anywho. Hmm. I think I'll take this one, because... This one, this this one is, is is really funny and hilarious as shit. Anywho, let me pull this right on. Up. Da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, and let me. Is this the right one? Probably not. Come uh, on. Nope, that's not the one I want. There we go. Nope. Damn, I'm just I'm just grabbing wrong tracks left and right here. Here we go. Thank. Well, Jesus Christ, Winamp, get your shit together. I cannot wait till version 5.8 comes out. There we go. Well, one thing is for sure, when it comes to anime, if you really want to make sure that that series is, stays popular and it gets multiple seasons, you have to support it. The best way of supporting your favorite anime is buying merch from it, correct? Yep. So, there is a new Sailor Moon merch. I think we're at the point where you can slap Sailor Moon onto anything and it will sell because it's Sailor Moon. Well, this isn't yeah. even technically merch. It's being given out. True, but it's still merch nonetheless. Because, oh, yeah. It, it's yeah. definitely stuff that something that people will want because I, I kind of want it. Yes, and something like this will prevent a chibi moon from happening. But um, child, <laughs> they are they're putting out government issued Sailor Moon condom packs. As per the article, Japan is going to give out sixty thousand of these, along with leaflets, to help to stop and prevent STDs. Makes sense. 25 years later, Sailor Moon is still protecting us through the dark, though the Dark Kingdom's got nothing on real-world dangers. Japan's Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare has launched a campaign to warn uh, about STIs or STDs, such as syphilis, which is spreading rapidly among young females. Understandable. The Ministry turned to the pretty garden herself for 5,000 posters and 156,000 leaflets. It will distribute these throughout 142 local governments and groups such as the Japan Medical Association, Japanese Society for STDs, the Japan Foundation for AIDS Prevention, and Japanese Foundation for Sexual Health Medicine. At January 15th, coming-of-age ceremonies and venues. Appropriately, the poster tagline reads, If you don't get tested, I will punish you. The ministry asks for and receives cooperation from Naoko Takeuchi, the creator of Sailor Moon since her work is very popular among women in their 20s. But there's going to be more than that. The government is going to be issuing, not issuing, distributing 60,000 condoms in heart-shaped packages with Sailor Moon illustrations. But on a serious system, the STIs are no joke. The annual number of reported syphilis patients in Japan increased 4.3 times in 2015, it went from 621 cases to 2,697 cases between 2010 and 2015. And over 3,000 people have contracted syphilis in Japan from the beginning of 2016 to mid-October. The campaign is set to increase prevention, early detection, and treatment of STIs. Understandable. 
And you know what? I'm, I'm kind of glad they don't have uh, Tuxedo Common on the package, because that will kind of defeat the purpose. Well, it also gives a new meaning to Moonstick. hey yo. I would make jokes, but they've already been made. <laughs> well, no, because I, I, just the crap that we got into in the Crystal Chronicles mm. and all of that crap, those are the same jokes I would be making. So if you want to hear my jokes, <laughs> go listen to that podcast. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? Oh, God. Oh, God. See, if they were sm- what they should do is, I would say they should have the packaging based on their symbols and the characters. Have one for each senshi except for Chibi Moon. For obvious reasons. Well, I mean, they're all under the age of 14, so. Yeah, but Chibi Moon's under the age of 10. That's true, yes. Um, but it, I mean, in not, general, I think it's a really cool thing that Naoko is doing, like mm-hmm. the Sailor Moon brand as a whole. They're kind of covering everything. Like, it's seeping into everything Sailor Moon culture-wise. And I think it's really smart that they're using the fact that their target market is people in their 20s or women in their 20s. Um, I don't know. It's It's also one of those quirky merch things that, to me, it is merchandise, even though it doesn't sell. Like it, it's still gonna, it's gonna gain value over time as long as it's in the package. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a condom, so it'll rot after a while. But I mean, for fangirls and fanboys who are collecting this stuff, you know, it can only gain in value. I guess. I guess. It, I guess that in that case, that condom would need some moon tiara action on it, huh? If that's what you're into. Let's move on, okay? Let's 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 move on, okay? I, I think Thank you. I think we're getting dangerously close to, go, to walking down a, a path that was absolutely not needed. Especially since there is no alcohol nearby within hand's reach. Hmm. Anywho... Ichigo, won't you tell us about Detective Conan and Universal Studios? Oh, definitely. Uh, sure. Let me get right on that. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, for those of you who are into real escape games and things like that, and who love the Detective Conan series, um, it jumped on board the Universal Studios Japan's Universal Cool Japan 2017 cool. January 13th to June 25th event series, along with the Evangelion XR ride, Godzilla the Real 4D, Attack on Titan the Real 4D 2, and the Monster Hunter the Real uh, attractions. So it is an escape, real escape game, that captures the world of Detective Conan while providing all the typical elements of an escape game. Players have to cooperate with the characters and each other to meet a heinous crime organization's challenge of defusing their bomb before time runs out through solving puzzles based on various traces left at the crime scene. However, it doesn't end there. A full-scale live performance is incorporated into the experience with stunts and character appearances. 
Um, the Universal Studios Japanese theme park will hold the event on stage 18 for a limited time during the Cool Japan 2017, and it requires a separate ticket to purchase. Um, since the, I guess the event is going to be an extra cost. Uh, the Detective Conan anime ran since 1996, and it's based off Gosho Oyoyama's uh, manga about a brilliant teen detective trapped in a child's body. Um, it was originally uh, distributed in the United States under the title Case Closed, and the original manga was published by Viz. Um, Cartoon Network's Adult Swim programming ran it for a little while, and recently it's reconfirmed for a special this winter to celebrate the 20th anniversary, as many of the anime that we've grown up with are celebrating 20th anniversaries. Mm. What was the reason why they had to rename it from uh, Detective Conan to Case Closed? I feel like there was some other show that had the name Conan in it, and I can't remember exactly. Um, mm. I, I, I will definitely look that yeah, up. Yeah, it's... Ah, and... um, oh, crap. Because it, it... I know it had nothing to do with the Conan movies, which I first thought it was, but... Um, here we go. So the reason it was called A Case Closed was it boiled down to there being legal issues with the naming. And unfortunately, it spread to the main characters, too. Um, they basically were afraid that Funimation was going to, to confuse Detective Conan with Conan the Barbarian. What? Yeah, I don't know. It, I guess I was wrong about that. Yeah, or Conan O'Brien, you know, the mm. talk show host and stuff. But I feel like a lot of it was just copyright laws in America. Yeah, which is why when you see like these awesome video games in Japan that have characters from different series and companies come together, and then it's like pulling teeth to have it come to the States because of licensing, like Tatsunoko versus Capcom, because half the Tatsunoko characters in the U.S. are licensed by other characters. So Capcom had to jump through hoops and stuff to get the licensing for most of the characters but since and I think they couldn't get one or two characters and they ended up adding a couple of extras as as a way of appeasing the fans for the US release but thankfully games like Project Cross Zone and Project Cross Zone 2 all you had to do was pretty much go to the, the US arm more or less and just whip it together I was kind of thankful for that shit So, anyhow, moving right along, you know, I'm looking at the, um, I'm looking at, like, the, the, the articles, I'm like, I'm reading this one, I'm like, wow, this is a name I haven't heard in a very long time. Um, first, I, I don't think you ever heard of, uh, this guy, but his name is Masami Obari. He is, a uh, he was marketed as a martial arts anime director. He's known for working on Voltage Fighter Gaokaiser, but most people really know him from working on Fatal Fury, or known in Japan as Garu Densets. And I have to say, Fatal Fury does have a good audio, good soundtrack. And I think I might have to put that on my on my phone so I can have that to listen to um, tomorrow, along with other stuff. But anywho, the director, Masami Obari, announced on Twitter earlier this week that 
he has married professional model maker Ritz Togasaki. They had a ceremony in, in Okinawa on Monday and entered their names into the family register. I think that's pretty cool. Masami Obari says he is going to continue doing his best at his job. He also said that Togasaki is his best and strongest partner and the pair plan to cooperate as a couple. Obari wants to make many rains of happiness come down on them. Togasaki also announced the union on her Twitter as well. As I've said, Obari has served as an animator, mecha designer, and director for numerous anime series. He is known for directing the robot mecha anime such as Super Robot Wars OG The Inspector, Detonator Organ, and Gravion. But generally in the mid-90s, you know him for Voltage Fighter Galkaiser and Fatal Fury. Togasaki works as a model maker for Gundam and other mecha model kits. She supervised the Yaritai Kotokata Hikaru Gunpla Technical Bible Model Kit Guidebook. According to Togasaki, she also served as an animator, director, and mechanical designer. And looking at her picture, she's cute and nerdy. Congratulations, Obari. Congratulations. Anywho. Ooh, this is kind of odd here. Who wants to take this one? You mean the one that's about happy science? Yeah. I can take that one. <laughs> okay. So, I know that religion doesn't come into our talks a lot, and I want to bring this to your attention. No, I'm kidding. Um, actually, it's just happy science religious organization is forming a female idol group. Um, they're very controversial. And they are called Happy Science, or Kofuku no Kagaku. Mm. And they found a new way to target young people, or at least Japanese pop culture fans. They've sponsored various anime in recent years, and they finally formed a six-member pop idol group, Happy Science. It announced on Monday that the idol group will launch its activities in December. The group, named Anjul, is composed of 18 to 19 year olds. Their purpose is to fight for everyone's happiness. Okay. Well, <laughs> happy <now>. science found. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what was that, Rama? I said, well, now. I know. Happy science founded the group from its subdivision of 18 to 22 year old students, and the informal student idol group opened an official Twitter account on October 25th. Happy Science formed a PR team for its student division in August, and the PR team had the idea to form the idol group because there are many cute female students in the student division, and because the religious organization student group didn't have any good PR techniques at the time. Um, they plan to keep developing the idol group, and the number of idols may fluctuate. I imagine it's going to be run a little bit like AKB48, where maybe idols graduate or something like that. But the group, again, is still in its preliminary phase. It's blurred or concealed the idols' faces in all their posted images, and it's got yet to reveal the names of the six members. Mm. Um, they're going to make their live performance debut at the end of the year, and they're going to announce their names at that time. Um, they plan to debut at the El Cantare Festival on the 7th of December, and they're, the Happy Science founder will hold a Road to the Truth lecture at the event. Awkward. No, I'm kidding. 
Um, and Jewel is now practicing its song and dance routines for the festival. Although they have no current plan to debut into the world of mainstream show business, there are developing ideas for the future. Um, the organization was founded in 1986, and Ryo, Ryoho Okawa, who is the founder, is still uh, the controversial organization CEO. He's also the founder and leader of the Conservative Happiness Realization Political Party, and um, it, his religious title is El Cantare. He claims to channel spirits from various religions such as Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, and Confucianism. And it's about 10 million members strong in Japan and 1 million members in, across foreign countries. Wow. Um, the anime films that they've sponsored included The Laws of the Universe Part Zero and The Mystical Laws, which opened simultaneously in the U.S. in October 2012. And they received an English dub for The Mystical Laws uh, for its home video release and received a video-on-demand release in the U.S. Um, I mean, good marketing. That's what I can say about that. Same here. Um, if we go into our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, from Pom Pom Spaz, sounds like the plot of an AKB0048 anime. That sounds about right. It, it, it really does. Agreed. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, it definitely sounds like the plot, either for that or like a really fragged up horror anime. Mm. <laughs> That's right, up both y'all ladies alley. I can see y'all two could just sit there and watch gore horror anime and just not and just not blink an eye. Wait, what? What? There's no Gans playing tonight? Darn, that's what I came for. Uh. <laughs> and Bob Coffee says, speaking of Idol, Momo Close E concert last week was super hype. Dude, I was I was going to go to their concert Saturday, but I already had plans be to go somewhere else, so maybe next time. You were too cool for Momo Clozy? No, no. See, when, when speaking of Momo Clozy, I'm reminded back of something that Mako-chan said when she first heard them. She kind of compared them to, like, um... Oh, fuck. To some, um... Some rock, some met rock metal group. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, where, you know... They suck live, but they sound amazing in uh, in in studio. Motley Crue. Yeah. Oh, Motley Crue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Motley Crue. Yeah, yeah. That's, they can that's do actually not surprising. <laughs> yeah, they can do amazing work in the studio because they've got people behind them touching them up. But when they're live, it sounds like nails on a chalkboard. Sheep being strangled. Yeah, it, that's it's a just new one. you know none of them are in tone. Yeah. It's it's hilarious that you're talking about that too because earlier this week I was talking about that with my hubs. I was like, you know, there are like concerts I will go to. Like um, we recently went and saw the Interrupters, and they are awesome in concert. Mm. Like the raspiness, the ska ska is a great concert noise. But like there are some bands, especially things like Bon Jovi or U2, like they're just they're so big and they need so much tweaking that technically they just don't sound good unless they're recorded. And a lot of the times, bands record albums because they want you to have the best recording of their music anyway. So, that's what I prefer. 
Yeah, there's some people, though, that when they get out there on stage, they sound exactly like they do recorded. Yeah, definitely agreed. There are some bands that they just, they are very pure in sound, and no matter, like, what touch-ups they do in the in the studio, it's just minimum touch-ups, because they mm-hmm. actually do sound good in person. Hmm. Well, maybe, you know, next time if they come back around, I'll give them another try and see. But I'm actually waiting for a headphones presence to come back. I, I want to see them in concert again. That was when they come back. I'm all for it. Yeah, and we'll have to we'll have to drag um, Ichigo with us. Because I think she'll we'll for going to see headphones president. We will send a rescue chopper for you. Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity, Ichigo, have you ever heard of headphones president? No, but I'm going to have to look them up now. Okay, let me ask you, how much do you know about Sarah Miyu? Sarah Miyu? Um, I know a little bit. I'm a pretty casual, like, I enjoyed the musicals a lot, but I'm a pretty, pretty casual, like, J-pop, J-rock listener. Like, I, I was so much more into it in the 90s, but recently I've just kind of fallen into this, like... I'm going to listen to things I already know mm-hmm. and I know what they sound like and I haven't really discovered too much new stuff. Gotcha. Now does the name um Anza Oyama sound familiar to you? It rings a bell, but I'm not sure what kind of bell it rings. I believe she was the first uh Sarah Miu Sailor She's Moon. She's the original yep. Sailor Moon mm-hmm. for Sarah Miu. That's who it is. That, yeah. Who? No, because my friend Katie is a huge fan. Weekend heroine. Like, that is a Venus dreaming. Like, that's that's my friend who is my Venus, usually. And she's the one that got me really into the musicals and got me back into falling in love with Sailor Moon. So, um, yeah, she does remind me um, of, like, who the originals yes. were for the different shows and stuff like that. So I do remember that name. Now... Picture like Anza singing something like let's hold on like hold on no actually I'm not gonna do it picture her singing something cute and bubbly and then twenty years later she sounds like she's the lead singer of Corn. You know I actually am not surprised by that at all because nowadays we do have things like um bandmade and. We have things I like love bandmade. <laughs> so, but now we have a lot of cutesy slash hard edge bands, and I'm not that surprised. I um, guess, but I don't I'm, know. I'm. I, I guess, but I'm just saying it's more like how she's good from went from one side of the gamut to the other. You know. Yeah, but again, if you're a voice actress or you're a performer, you do have to have those multifacets, or else you don't get jobs. Mm. So I'm not that surprised. <laughs> I'm sorry for making you fall flat on its face. It's quite Yeah, not too right. so much stuff surprises me anymore when it comes to actors and actresses and things like that and how they've evolved as people. I mean, look at what happened to Britney Spears and now she's back singing over in Vegas. So And her last her latest album was horrible. It was too much auto tune. Oh man. Well that's Pretty much all American artists right now is too much auto-tune and the same friggin' backbeats. Mm. Like, like, back in the 90s, I know I've talked to you guys about this a lot. I used to be able to go, oh, yeah, you know, those are those bands and everything. I think we talked about it last week, as early as last week. 
But like nowadays, it's just like everybody's beat sounds the same. Everybody's techno backup sounds the same. The auto tune is like the same tone. And it's it's a mess. American music, you're a mess. I think they know it, but American music doesn't care. But anywho. I mean, they're making banks, so. Yeah. All right, let's get over to this this right here. Um, Marco? Yeah, so there's a new Disney princess. Yep. Um, with the new Pokemon series, Sun and Moon, that's coming out uh, for anime, the Pokemon company has, uh, I guess, ended up changing up their platform. Um, Pokemon is no longer going to be on Cartoon Network. I'm going Pokemon, to... Yeah, it's, it's now going to be on Disney XD. I'm going to guess when the licensing, I guess when they went to negotiate contracts, Disney's like, um, we'll throw in more money and like sold. Well, I mean, the Pokemon anime actually currently airs on Disney XD in Europe. Right. So this is just bringing the U.S. over to uh, Disney as well. Yeah, because it's like that, because, you know, one series may air on... Like, remember Fox Kids? We're dating mm-hmm. ourselves here. Like, there are some shows that would be on Fox Kids in the U.S., but if you went to U.K. or another country, that same show would probably be on maybe Cartoon Network or Disney. Or it'll probably be that variant of Fox Kids Network or something like that. And I believe in some countries, like, whereas here... Fox Kids was just like a block of cartoons. I believe in the UK, Fox Kids was its own network, and it was just like Disney XD. And I think when Fox sold Disney, the um, Family Channel, I think that was part of the deal, and that probably became Disney XD over there. But I don't fully remember. Yeah, so on December 5th, Disney XD will be airing the first two episodes of Pokemon Sun and Moon, along with the debut of Pokemon the Movie, Volcanion, and the Mechanical Marvel. Mm. So December 5th, people, is when the new anime starts. So that's why we have a new Disney princess, huh? Yep. Oh. And her name is James. I mean, yeah. I w- what are you talking about? <laughs> I, it's going to be Misty, but then again, Misty's going to have to deal with Vanilla because you know they're both two tomboyish to be princesses. No, it's going to be James. <laughs> Dude is already very queen-like. <laughs> he would make an amazing Disney princess. Someone has to do and then. And then Jesse would beat the crap out of him for being Disney princess. No, no, I want somebody to do James in like as a drag queen and Jesse going behind him going, yes, queen. So uh, you're telling me their eyes are going to get bigger. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm still not a fan of the new animation style that with. Then again, if I'm not mistaken, James actually has boobs or something like that, or 
something. No, they're prosthetic. Oh, okay. But All right. in an episode that was not allowed to air <laughs> here. Yeah, I um, remember that one. He enters a bikini contest <laughs> and has a very large set of assets. <laughs> you mean a, a very large bosom, pair? If you will. You mean mm. he had a couple of Pokeballs? No. Uh, his eh? Pokeballs are hidden. Yeah. <laughs> and as Dark Tetsuya says in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, you mean James was you mean James was more talented than usual? Oh yeah, James was very talented in this episode. <laughs> so much talent. It made Mako, it made Makoto jealous. Even Makoto went that bitch. Yeah, I I, I pretty pretty sure. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Anywho, anywho, anywho. Um, <laughs> not now, Skype. I'm not upgrading you. You can wait. Oh, till yeah. Later. He, he's, he's, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this and mm-hmm. he puts Makoto to shame. Why am I not surprised? And really enjoys playing with them. I was watching a video game playthrough where, like, it's the there's somebody making an Adventure Time game, mm-hmm. and and the characters just it's Fiona, and she's just standing there, but all of a sudden she just starts to like play with her tatas, and I'm like, that's weird. But I feel like that's what James was probably doing. Mm, yep, yeah, that episode. Yep, yep, that episode right there. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, help. God. What the fuck? Anywho, moving on. The Skype line is now open. So you have any questions about tonight's broadcast or you have questions for us, shoot us a line over at um, Skype. On, and, uh, Skype name is Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraints. While that is being prepped, we're going to bring you over to the open forum topic. The open forum topic is where we ask you a question about a topic that pertains to tonight's show, anime, conventions, or anything along those lines. If you don't want us to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer and we ask that you keep it civil. And y'all have been doing a great job with that, so thank you. Here is this week's open forum topic. Disney princesses. Which female anime character should be considered a Disney princess and why? From Kelly, we have... Amelia, she fights for truth and justice, and she is the ultimate pacifist. Okay. What about you, ladies? What anime female character should be considered a Disney princess, and why, if you got one? And looking into the chat room here, um. I think Dark Tetsuya got spooked over that image of, of a well-endowed James. But 
back to the question at hand here. Uh, Bob Coffee says Shell Gnome. Okay. Me personally, I'd go with Satsuki Kirijin from Kill the Kill. I feel like someone's got to not... be a, somebody's got to be a boss bitch princess. Somebody. I guess yeah. If you're doing the boss bitch princess, but like a princess from like the old days of Disney princesses, I'd say like. Maybe like Bell Dandy. I feel like Bell Dandy could be a Disney princess. Okay. I, like I agree that. with that one. I like that too. Yeah, because I'm just like, I'm sitting here thinking what female anime character from shows that I've seen would actually cut it as a Disney princess. And I'm not, and I'm literally talking about what Disney looks for in a princess. And I oh. can't think of one character that would meet Disney's qualifications. Misha from Peter 10. That's the other one. Mm. Most of mine, though, tend to be gods or goddesses or fallen angels. So, I mean, um, I know Dark Tetsuya is saying Princess Mononoke, but I feel like Princess Mononoke might be a little more hard-edged than a traditional Disney princess, but maybe with the new ones, like, in in the... Oh, and Madoka. Mm. Um, in the in the school or in the vein of like the Merida or the um, Rapunzel or the Moana, where like the princess is doing more than just being a damsel in distress, mm-hmm. I could see a Princess Mononoke or a Nasca or a Miyazaki girl, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just my two cents. I could see that too. Yeah, I'm like I'm thinking classic Disney princess. Like before, Snow White. Yeah, before they started with the whole oh, you know, girls can take care of themselves. I'm I'm thinking classic Disney princess going that far back. I can't think of anybody that would really fit in for it. Hmm. Cuz I mean, you want to talk about the girls that'll take care of themselves kind of crap. You've got all of the magical girls. True. So, I mean, anybody that would be fighting for somebody else and fighting for something other than themselves, that would make a good modern Disney princess. Mm. A classic Disney princess, I can't think of anybody. Because even going back to, you know, something like Dragon Ball Z and looking at the females on that, none of them, I mean, yeah, they were damsel in distress, but they also did their own shit. I feel like a lot of it, too, is that the anime trope was more so that people, just people in general, are more self-sufficient, whereas, like, the Disney trope was to be this very fantastical thing, um, and and so there's a very different, I think, like, there are different aspects to both genres, like, mm. Disney is definitely going to be more powder puff whereas anime is just kind of a general animation style it i mean it's been going on for tons and tons of years now and it was used more for general practice in cartooning in japanese culture whereas like disney style to me is a little bit more fancy american is that like weird to say that Opa but disney it, it, style 
Yeah, it's not used in a lot of general purpose styles now. Even when you see like Pixar animation that's that's partnered with Disney, like mm-hmm. there is a certain difference in like the ratios and the way that it's it it looks. It's not as formal as mm-hmm. Disney animation is. I know that that sounds really weird, but that's what it feels like to me, is that, like, anime itself, in a way, all those tropes are daily life tropes, whereas Disney tropes are more fantastical. I would say maybe Sailor Moon before the Moon Kingdom fell Okay, would be Disney. Yeah. Would be Disney trope, like old school Disney trope. Because at that point, Princess Serenity wasn't really supposed to be doing anything she was supposed to be protected and the moon kingdom fell when she decided that she was gonna you know do her own thing and i could see that almost as a sleeping beauty type of thing you know where she gets you know quote unquote put to sleep because of something that you know something stupid that she did and then years later now has to be you know, protected and rescued and all of that crap. So maybe on that kind of level, I might see it, but yeah. Okay. Okay. It looks like um, no calls on Skype line, so we're taking that offline for now. Now that we've done that, it's time for the fun part of the show. I know that's the part everyone looks forward to, so... Strange news from Japan. Oh, Mako-chan. <laughs> oh, Mako-chan. Ichigo is taking the second one. I don't care. I figured Yay! as much. <laughs> We're going to learn to make choco cookies and butter cookies. Yay! That's all your fault. <laughs> Everything's my fault. Not really. Here's something interesting. A man was found innocent of molesting charges by claiming he was pickpocketing. The fuck? Uh, anywho. This happened in Tokyo. A man has denied touching a woman on a train for sexual reason because he was actually trying to rob somebody else. According to the defendant's testimony in Osaka District Court, he was riding a crowded train on the Osaka Loop Line around 4 p.m. on April 9th when he attempted to steal something from a bag of another passenger in front of him. But as soon as he reached out, the train began to shake, causing his hand to collide with a woman next to him making contact around her midsection. She then reported him to the authorities who charged the man with molesting. Wow. During his trial, which concluded November 15th, presiding judge Arakane Arakane, deemed that the man was innocent of molestation. He cited that because the woman claimed in the police record she was touched for 30 seconds, but during the trial, that had changed to three seconds. Also, immediately after the touch occurred, the man apologized. The judge felt that the woman may have mistaken that for an admission of guilt, 
and was generally doubtful of our interpretation of events that happened. This, in spite of the prosecution's claim that although that the defendant had continuously denied the molestation, they say he only claimed to be pickpocketing suddenly during the trial, because they believe at some point he had learned it was a leaner sentence. In this molestation case, the prosecution was requesting two-year prison sentence for this. On the other hand, a minor attempt at theft conviction would likely result in a few months in prison or simply a fine. Readers of the verdict were surprised how the law applied in these two crimes. Quotes such as, Huh? What is this? That guy just found a hell of a loophole. Can't anyone just say that they were rubbing a woman looking for something to steal? Seriously, pickpocketing is a lighter crime than molesting. Looks like this guy will have a nice holiday dinner in jail before going free. If the punishment for pickpocketing were heavier, I would have believed him. But whatever did happen on that afternoon, it is clear the suspect was up to no good and preying on people for their dignity or their property. The one thing we can learn from this is to pay careful attention to your sense of time. You never know when it will be used against you in a court of law. Dun dun. That is, that, I just, that seems like something you'd see on a TV show. Yep. Like, I, I can't be charged for the touching of this woman. I was trying to steal some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Like, what, what? And then they just, like, have this look on the face of the judge that's like, what the fuck, dude? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Talking of stealing, speaking of stealing, Pico Taro tried to steal our hearts yet again. No, wait, wait, first thing first, he sure is not stealing my heart. He certainly is stealing yours. (laughs) You Lolita bandit. (laughs) For those of you who joined us last week, um, or join us every week. Um, we've been recently talking a lot about Pico Taro, who is the personality of a comedian uh, who's very popular in Japan, who recently had a cafe for his PPAP song that has gone viral and has, is in the Guinness Book of World Records and all that awesome stuff. Recently, um, he uh, is gone and visited the Sesame Street in Japan for a quick dance with Elmo and Cookie Monster. Who are also uh, wearing were... leopard print. And they're all wearing the, the the key leopard print shirt and scarf and pants. And they are going to... They sang, instead about pineapple and apples and pens, they actually sang about cookies. Especially chocolate and butter flavored. Um, so it was called CBCC cookie butter choco cookie and it's said to be the next anthem swimming around in the heads of toddlers and adults for alike for days at a time i don't feel like it's going to become the um big annoying song that let it go became but it's gonna be pretty up there um they gave a spectacular performance of cbcc and Pico Taro, uh, after the music stopped, uh, when they were singing it, Pico Taro looked at his watch 
and realized he had to run off to his baito, or part-time job, where he makes sneakers for some bizarre reason. But only the ones for the right foot. Um... <laughs> Despite... <laughs> Despite Elmo's pleas for him to stay, Pico Taro says he has no time nor money, so he has to go to work. And with one final wave and a flash of that killer grin, he's off, leaving the two monsters to continue their dance to CPCC on their own. Y'all know what I'm about to do, right? You're gonna play it. God help me. God help us all. They switch from English to Japanese. That kind of messed with me for a bit. Did you just say Happle-sai? No, I said it's really cumbersome phrase. Like, it's not... It doesn't roll off the tongue as easily as pen, pineapple, apple pen. It's, it's really choppy, and I don't know... I'm trying to see if he's going to sing with them. Yeah, but he goes through and he heavily explains it. It takes yeah, a good oh, no, no, I, I'm skipping through parts of that. There's no way I was going to go through that shit. No. Here we go. Freakier that messed with my head. The fact that a they switched the voices from English to Japanese just like that, or this is something along the lines of Teletubbies. I, I, I don't know. Anywho. Mako-chan, you're up. Yeah, so, um, Japan has been predicted that 
they're going to get a particularly brutal winter this year uh, with severe blizzards, ice storms, and the like. Mm -hmm. So they're actually... um, There's a, a big potential for disruption of public transportation and possibly a closure for roads and highways. So Domino's Japan is trying to figure out how to get around that. And this is extremely serious. They are looking into training reindeer to deliver their pizza. I'm done. That's it. Good night. Good night. Yeah, so they don't go too far into it, um, into what could actually be done and what they're trying to do. But as of right now, um, the company is doing a trial period for training exercises in Hokkaido um, because it's already so cold up there. Um. So what they're doing is they're taking this trial and it's taking place at a driving school under the supervision of a trained animal handler so that Domino's can basically figure out how to use these reindeer who are able to move in the snow to deliver pizza. Mm. And they've got pictures my god so one of the pictures is of two handlers and there's a pack on the reindeer's back that has the pizza in it another one is a reindeer that has what looks like a sled on wheels being pulled behind it so i'm guessing if it got too you know snowy the wheels would come off And it would basically be, you know, the reindeer driving this little sled around. Um, So, yeah. I got nothing. I truly, truly got nothing. Yeah, no. Shall we take our break? Yep. We're gonna take our please. We're gonna take our final break, and during this, Mako Chan's gonna bounce out because she has to get ready to get stuff ready for this weekend. Yeah. Thanks for leaving me with this dude. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I've I've actually, you know, I usually don't have work on Wednesdays. Um, at least right now, I will once we bring in the new person, but. Um, yeah, I, I've got to work tomorrow because I've got no work on Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> so I have to get my hours in somewhere. I appreciate that you don't have to work the Black Friday weekend. I, you're a lovely person and I want to see you this weekend as a whole being. Yes, yes. <laughs> this, is, this is the first time in quite a while I that I don't have to work. Me. 
Hmm? I kind of miss it, but that's just me. Yeah, but you would just bring your huge-ass coffee and then go at it. I. You damn you right know, I would. Yeah. I mean, the last couple of years, I didn't have to work Thanksgiving, and we were open normal hours because it was a party store and nobody gave a crap. But, you know, I know the uh, horror of working in a mainstream retail store for, you know, the Thanksgiving rush. And you all have my sympathy. I am there with you in spirit. But my ass is not going to be there because I got shit to do this weekend. Until then, we're going to take care of that, and we're going to take our last break, so we shall be back. Laters.
Hey, Ichigo. Was it one hell of a throwback with that music? It was. It was a pretty good soundtrack tonight, Ranma. I gotta give you props. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I'm listening to the, to it. I'm just like, wow. That really, you can really tell that's a throwback because because of the backbeat. But anywho, we're gonna move right along. So if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if we tell you what we like and don't like, we're pretty much telling you as is, you know. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. Let us know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com, where we have anime reviews, which I need to set up the next one for. Uh, we post links to our photo galleries, our videos, convention reviews, uh, cosplay articles, and cosplayer interviews, and all that cool stuff. So definitely swing by and check it out. Got di- we may have different stuff up there for you that may just pique your interest. And we also have our weekly podcast. And you can also find our podcast on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry Groove, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play. And once you're done with all that, swing by our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos, masquerade videos, cosplay interviews, voice actor interviews, all this other cool stuff that we find during our travels, so definitely check them out. And if you want to interact with us on YouTube, uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash S. Mako-chan is at Jupluna, and Ichigo is at Ichigogami. So definitely swing by and see some videos that we may like or stuff we may upload ourselves. Twitter.com slash session is our official Twitter page for updates on our website, uh, podcasts, stuff that's going down in regards to Anime Jam Session, conventions, and all the other cool stuff. So definitely you want to follow us there for that type of information. If you want to interact with us on Twitter, you can find me at twitter.com slash S. Marco Chan is at Giovedea, and you can find Ichigo over at Ichigogami. And we have Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. To our massive fans over there, thank you so much for your love and support. As long as you continue to like the page, like the articles, and like the links that we post, we'll bring you more content. But, and if you also want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmess or thatdjronmessguy. You can find Ari at Ari Rockefeller. Oh, I didn't mean to say that because he's kind of off tonight, but he'll be back soon. Hey, Ari, we miss you, bro. Um, Mako-chan is at Makoto Mako-chan Kino. And you can find Ichigo over at Ichigogami. But don't forget, we're not the only geek podcast on the VOG network. Uh, definitely check out some other geek programming on this, ranging from Doctor Who to pop culture to television, books, British programming, British culture, all that cool stuff. Gaming, you know it. Since Mako-chan already left, it'll be last words between me and Ichigo. So last words, Ichigo. Well, I'm super excited for this weekend. I've got to get packing and make sure I have everything ready to go for this weekend. So it's been a lot of fun. See you soon. My last words is, yeah, I got a pack too. So we're going to go ahead and get that out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ichigogami. Great fight. Great night. See you later. Say goodnight, Ichigo.
Good night, Ichigo. Good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Ari. Good night, Ranma. Oh, gee, thanks. You're welcome. Good night, everyone. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!